Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, Microsoft tells users to patch potentially disastrous Windows flaw. Microsoft is advising organizations and individuals to download a company-issued patch for a potentially catastrophic vulnerability in all supported Windows versions. The bug is in the Microsoft Secure Channel component, known as S-Channel, that implements the Secure Sockets layer and Transport Layer Security Internet Communications encryption protocols in Windows clients and servers. The vulnerability, which Microsoft rated critical, causes S-Channel to improperly process specially crafted packets. This could enable a hacker to remotely run arbitrary code on a Windows machine by sending such packets to the computer. In its advisory, Microsoft said, quote, when this security bulletin was issued, Microsoft had not received any information to indicate that this vulnerability had been publicly used to attack customers, end quote. According to Microsoft, users can defend themselves only by downloading its patch as there are no workarounds for the bug and no way to mitigate its effects. The patch corrects how S-Channel handles specially crafted packets. Details of the bug are a bit of a mystery as the fix doesn't include source code and no one has published details about the vulnerability yet, although this could change in the future. Microsoft's announcement means that every major transport layer security stack, including Apple Secure Transport, GNU TLS, OpenSSL, and Mozilla's Network Security Services has had an important vulnerability of some kind discovered this year. Our second story is, researchers find that many children's apps violate users' privacy. A study by Carnegie Mellon University computer scientists found that many Android applications for kids invade their privacy by gathering large amounts of information about them. The researchers, led by Associate Professor Jason Hong, leader of Carnegie Mellon's Computer Human Interaction Mobility Privacy Security Group, analyzed about one million free apps. They gave them A, B, C, or D grades based on how they track visitors and whether users expect such tracking based on the nature of the app. According to Hong, quote, these apps access information about a user that can be highly sensitive, such as location, contact lists, and call logs. Yet it often is difficult for the average user to understand how that information is being used who it might be shared with, end quote. He continued, quote, our privacy model measures the gap between people's expectations of an app's behavior and the app's actual behavior. Most people expect apps, such as Google Maps, to be able to access their location, but most are surprised and troubled to learn that a game accesses their location. The majority of the most popular apps received higher grades, but 1,000 applications including many for kids, receive the lowest rating. The problem, the researchers said, is that some developers want to make money from their free apps and thus add code that collects data they can sell to advertisers. In some cases, the study explained, developers aren't trying to be malicious but don't consider how intrusive these practices are. Developers can comment on or disagree with grades their apps received from the researchers via a feedback form. 
The Kearney-Milligan project has several limitations. For example, it grades only free apps. And the researchers acknowledge their privacy model and analytical tools may need fine-tuning. Our final story is, Group Wants to Resuscitate Discontinued Online Games. Many users enjoy playing online games, but become frustrated when a developer discontinues a favorite and shuts down the servers that provide its functionality. In some cases, individuals and groups have tried to recreate game servers so that they could use their copies of games. However, many fear that this could violate the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA, which prohibits people from bypassing products' access control technologies, like those in games that must access servers to work properly. In response, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, a digital rights advocacy group known as the EFF, is asking the U.S. Library of Congress for an exemption to this policy. The exemption would apply to single-player or multiplayer games, played on personal computers, game consoles, or handheld gaming devices, that must communicate with a server to obtain core functionality. The proposed changes wouldn't apply to massive multiplayer online role-playing games, which provide persistent worlds in which audiovisual content is primarily stored in the developer server and not in the client. The EFF is asking that users be allowed, for example, to modify a legally obtained game so that it doesn't check with an authentication server that the developer has shut down. Modifying the software may involve the creation of a new version of the game that will play without server authentication or one that connects to new servers designed by third parties to provide functionality. Without these modifications, users couldn't play the game. The EFF argues that its requests would help players without hurting developers who no longer support or earn profits from a game. In its petition to the Library of Congress, the EFF said its requested exemption would also benefit, quote, archivists, historians, and other academic researchers who preserve and study video games and are currently inhibited by legal uncertainty. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.